Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls. <laughs> what have you got in your mouth? I'm eating. <laughs> what are you eating? It's desperate times. You've got to eat. Yeah, but what are you eating? I'm eating um, pita bread and a mug shop. Oh, hello. I, nice. I strongly recommend pita bread and tiramisu last if you sit up. Hang on. Introduce the fucking show. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Classic Club podcast today. My name is Adam. My name's Ben. And we are joined today by our... Very good friend, Reese Wallace, who has a podcast called Politics Unboxed. If you'd like to check him out, they really know it. It's very they really helpful, know it. Especially, <laughs> especially in today's climate. Uh, you're going to learn a lot. It's very, very beautiful. How are we doing, boys? I am banging. Yeah, Bang. doing all right here. It's been, a, it's been a been an interesting week, to say the least, I'd say. <laughs> say that again. It's, so, been, uh, it's been boring for me. <laughs> Right, you've it's been at home all week. I've been isolated the whole week since the start, since last Monday. You even it? You were ahead of the curve. Not even. I had a little bit of cough and got quite hot on Saturday, but I drank the night before, so it was actually more likely to be just a little a light hangover whilst I was playing football. And <laughs> that Sunday I was fine, but Monday I just took the day off just in case. You know, that's what my mum said. My mum was like, "Take the day off just in case." And my dad. On the Monday, really bad. not really bad, but like he got actual symptoms that looked like it, cough and everything. And well, we've, I, I couldn't, couldn't do it because we weren't allowed. See, I, I, I always saw you as the kind of guy who'd say you had the coronavirus just to flex. So I was just making sure that you actually were real. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Why would I do that? I've missed out on levers. I was, was rolling but you still won two awards, that. mate. You still won two awards. Yes. Did they get to you in the end? Jack Clark swapping for me. Ah, fair. So what did you get? Your biggest alpha. What was the other one? Don't know how the hell you scraped alpha, mate. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, mate. I've got the energy. <laughs> what was the other? What was the other award? I reckon it was a pity anything vote. Anything for a fiver. Anything for a fiver. It was anything for a fiver. I'm gutted I didn't get attention seeker because that one's actually true. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm surprised. Who got attention seeker in the end? Jay Goldie. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, no hats off to him. That's, he, he deserves it. He's put in the he's work grinding. over the last seven he's... years for that. Yeah, I'm putting the work. Obviously, not meaning to, but yeah, literally but... what you just said, Adam. <laughs> I'm mo- I'm quite likely to say I've got the coronavirus to flex. <laughs> and if we could uh, also oh, bow our heads, bow our heads in memory of Sam Turner, who also missed out on Leavers Day as well. Yeah, oh. poor guy. He uh, missed out on. Is he actually all right? Yeah, he's fine. It's the same You're as good. me. It's just his mum. Making sure, making sure. Sorry, Adam, so, go on. Mr. Wallace, um, A-Level's been cancelled. What, what, what can we expect from here? Yes, so on Wednesday, the government announced the closure of schools and the cancel of all exams in May and June, but didn't actually tell us what was going to happen. But uh, as of now, we have been confirmed from the Department for Education that all GCSE and A-Level grades will be based off of some sort of calculation. Now, they haven't told us... Uh, exactly what that calculation is going to be they're sort of hinting it's going to be based around mock exams and coursework but whatever it is um yeah that's gotta hurt (laughs) but whatever it is it will it will all be sorted out by sort of off qual uh you'll have the Mm -hmm. standards regulated and it the grades probably won't vary too much from what your school's average grade is going to be so obviously if your schools are consistent will plonk out a set of c's and somehow they're predicting everyone a stars government's going to smell a bit of a rat and they're probably going to ask for a bit more stringent checks but no everyone should get the grade yeah. they deserve okay okay ben how do you think that's going to look for you do you think uh i think your a level is going to go well um to be honest i don't really care i i I, I I started college and wanted to get abb at least not at least that's what i wanted yeah. from now i I could have got. So he goes downhill after a while. I reckon I could have got maybe a second day in the exam. I was backing myself. I was getting good work in. I'm more of a last minute type of guy, as you, as most people will know. <laughs> but oh no, oh, I was yeah. sessioning out the, I was sessioning out the old, uh, the revision and all that. And it was all, it was going well. But and it, to be honest, the, that's not the killer for me. The killer was just is the isolation and just not having something to do. I need to find something quick. I just need right now. I need to find something quickly to do. I don't. Yeah, it's not not really that fast, if I'm honest. 
I'll tell you what I did forget to tell. Um, if anyone is unhappy with any of their predicted grades or their calculated grades, there's an opportunity to resit in either September. So the very first sort of time to resit would be September of this year. And then if you really want to, you can do your exams at the time of the next sitting. So that would be June 2021. So that's if people aren't happy with what they get. Yeah, a lot of people were thinking... You must really not be happy for that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of a if you miss your uni grades because of a calculation and you think you back yourself to do the exam, uh, that's probably what you're going to go for. To be, for me, though, that, that, that doesn't work because um, September, that's ages away and you probably will actually get worse by then, I reckon. Yeah, a lot of people are going to take their eye off the ball over the summer months if they're doing a September exam. Exactly. Um, again, it's just that safety net if people want it and feel that they would perform better in an exam, which a lot of people possibly would do. There's normally like a growth rate up until the end of the exam. So if people take it, mm. fair enough. Mm. Yeah. Well, another big part of that is, you know, what are you going to do? We've got about five months now, five months of time where we can do whatever we want. You mm. guys got any plans? <laughs> no. <laughs> you got nothing else? No, I do. Um, obviously, if festivals are on, which they should be, Hit up them. Lots of yeah. running, lots of fitness and stuff like that. Puzzles, mate. Trust me, in isolation, Ooh, yeah. best thing. To, just in yeah. the isolation this week, if you, everyone has a puzzle in their house, break it out, do it. <laughs> it's better than yeah, just, trivial pursuit. Yeah, yeah. Good things like that. I'll be on that. I'll be on that. Mm. Try and get some board go- games going with the yeah. family. It, just keep yourself busy. Do not. We're gonna get very good at yards too, buddy. Like, do not. Like as well, also put the effort in to talk to other people. Don't expect other yeah. people to talk to you because it it will go but it will go very bad for you if you're waking up every day at twelve, rolling out of bed and then just being miserable. That it's just not going to work. Like yeah, mm-hmm. initially you'll think that's what I want to do, and that and then anything else is a lot of effort. But yeah, when you're actually doing it, you won't like it. So, Reese, yeah. Um, what, one thing that I, I'm quite concerned about is um, the economic effects of this. So, I know I, I, I wasn't, I was never good at economics, and now I have no reason to. Be. Um, <laughs> so, I was, I was wondering because there's going to be a lot of people not just unemployed, but just unable to do fulfil their jobs anyway. How's that, mm-hmm. that going to affect people? So, yeah, we're we are expecting to have a bit of an economic hit from this, possibly even a recession. But what we have seen over the last few days from people like the Chancellor who's been out on the government press conferences. I've actually got a full-on 15-minute podcast where I unbox all of the economic issues, so go check that out if I'm not clear enough on this one. But he's announced a string of uh, new measures to try and keep people employed, even if they aren't actually able to work because of the coronavirus. Uh, So he's announced that the government will be able to pay up to 80% of some people's wages, up to a total of about 2,500 a month. Uh, in order to make sure that if people aren't able to work because of the virus, that they aren't just sacked by their by their employers, because it would be it would probably be fair enough if people aren't able to work for employers to think right, there's no way I'm spending X amount of money a week on wages. I may as well lay people off. But these measures from the chancellor, trying to keep those people in their in their jobs. You might hear the economic term furloughed, so they'll be yeah. non-productive, yeah. but they'll still be still be in their in their roles. And also, there have been a number of tax uh, tax measures. So he's increased the threshold on uh, the basic rate of tax credits by a thousand pounds for the next year. He's increased universal credit basic payments by a thousand pounds for the next year. And he's also introduced a number of loans and grants to try and keep businesses going. Banging. Yeah, I know they're offering to they're offering to fund people who are unemployed as well from the conference the other day. Isn't that what they said? Yeah, so there's a lot, of, a lot of measures going into, A, trying to keep people in jobs, either by paying a portion of their wages, or if you are unemployed, uh, various different loans, grants, and uh, welfare benefits. And, of course, the increase in the statutory sick pay claimant ability. So um, you're uh, able to claim it from day one of being off on sick pay rather than day four. So all these measures being, being put out. And uh, to be fair, Rishi Sunak seems to be doing a fairly decent job. There are some people who are saying he's not going quite far enough, but uh, on the whole, he seems to be at least trying to address these major issues. So you can't fault him for lack of effort on that regard. So, yeah. Uh, go on, Jake. And also, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not, I was just going to say, there's a, lot, there's a lot of people becoming unemployed and there's a lack of jobs, but there's also an opening of a lot more jobs. I know I'm going to start applying for jobs in Tesco's. Yeah, like yeah. Already on there, mate. I'm way ahead of you. They're now, 
Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Where, where are you at? Uh, I'll be looking at Dorking and Leatherhead. So I've got my applications in for a role at either of those. I'm just waiting to hear back from them. So we'll, we'll have to find out. It's be good for you guys to earn money for um, uni and stuff. You've got to set yeah. that aside. Uh, money for for people who are high achievers and uh, are actually did the work in at the early year, this is best case scenario, I'd actually say. Because mm. uh, if, yeah. if they're driven, yes, if, you're driven if, you're, if you're driven, like it could get you fully out the swing. If you get your, if Reese, Reese or anyone else, if, if you get yourself a job, like five days a week and have the weekend and actually do it like that, earn the money, actually have a meaning with your with your life from now to uni, you'll be set. Mm-hmm. Don't have to Fingers go through the stress as well for the exams. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I, but a lot a lot of people are, are natural hard workers, though, so. A lot of people thrive off the the exam period. I mean, you've got people like Tom Nett, who I remember saying the GCSE period was one of his favourite periods just because you've got the hard work going in and you're getting no good results at the other end. I wholeheartedly agree, but you you can't, if I'm honest, you can't be negative about what's going on here. If you be negative about this, you've got five months of just depression going to hit you. And that, well, that's probably one of the biggest. Unheard. You, you, can, you can't just shadow depression, though, can't you? You can't just say you're all going to get. I'm not saying. Not, not, I'm not. I'm not saying. A lot you're of people all. are starting plans now. Oh no, I'm not saying you're all. I'm saying this is a great period for people to, well, do very well. This, this could be best case scenario for some people. It's a chance for people to really use this time to find something they enjoy, and once they find something they enjoy, they've got the time to be able to to go for it. Obviously, within within limits, because obviously there are some restrictions now being placed on what you can can and can't do. But as long as it's uh, productive and doesn't affect the risk of transmission, you should be able to do it. So throw yourself in for it. Definitely, I would wholeheartedly agree. Find something you enjoy, latch onto it, and go for it. Yeah, it, we just. I think the best thing to do is to keep stay positive and people to mm. not poo poo stuff and all that. It's just got to keep positive. And I think the worst thing, and I think we should, I quite want quite eager to talk about this, is not to. Uh, Call someone out for calling it the Chinese virus. What do people? What do you guys think about that? Oh, I don't know. Donald Trump. It came from China. It came from China. Did it or did it not? Uh, this novel strand did come from China. I think the the point about calling someone out for calling it the Chinese virus is only because it, it has been reported and there have been photos to prove it that he has accurately been changing the definition of it in his speeches mm-hmm. from where his staffers his staffers have written out the spread of the coronavirus he's been seen to draw a line through it and call it the chinese virus so that <laughs> yeah there is okay the thing is though the thing is apparently i, I don't know for sure i've never i've not seen the facts firsthand but mm-hmm. apparently uh china well actually no, apparently china saw early december there was a scientist that said and flagged it up to China and China just went nope no 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 you did not see anything destroy all your all the research yeah. on it and stuff like that and the guy the guy did it died I forget his name I should have done some research shouldn't I but he yeah he died and after oh, yeah quite recently after and he was the one telling the China to you know yeah this was the, the Chinese whistleblower wasn't yeah it? the Chinese whistleblower and he, yeah. it, they stifled it it's this this pandemic is China's fault not not fully but Big percent of it well, is the Chinese government's fault for suppressing health it. and safety problem. I mean, I've been to China, I've seen it. There's, there's no hygiene, there's no it's health. It's a fucking shit. It's a shit. Traffic lights. I think what we fast. we have to be very careful for calling it just one country's fault because obviously it is a global no, pandemic. I, yeah, I, you can you can definitely make the case that there were measures that could have been taken much much earlier. A large, part of, it. A large part of the thing, I'd say, if we're going percentages, go sixty percent. It's like. Because they could have certainly, you can place a lot of the blame for not acting swiftly enough on China. If you, uh, if you, um, and also if you look at the, the thing that annoys me is just you see the media in America, so you see NBC and all that, they're all glorifying China, but and then putting down America. And if you look at it, China did not do all of it very well. Eventually, like as now the cases are going down, which is a good promising sign oh they're actually getting um the latest reports saying uh there are zero local cases so no china to china transporting of new cases they're all coming from abroad now according to chinese figures which you can um you can debate about the veracity of them but uh they have come back and they've dealt with it fairly well after that initial i would i would i would believe i would believe china with those reports 
Mate, but obviously I'm not going to yep. say it's fact, but I would, I'm more, I believe I'd maybe be more inclined to believe it because you people have people have yeah. been there. There's been reporters there saying, "Yeah, it's all cool, calm down now." But you know, they, they yeah, could have you. they could have avoided it. They could have completely and utterly avoided but it. But you can't. No, well, there's you... some serious hesitation from a lot of countries to criticise the pretty poor health and safety and human rights problems that haven't been. Sorry. You're up the you're at the markets, so some markets. They're eating live animals. They eat live oh. octopuses. Well they've banned that now. I know, but they eat live well, no, I remember I remember that. I went, healthy. I remember I went to China and um you walk down the street and there's literally just a guy that stands there just twisting chicken heads and giving them out just for free. <laughs> it was great. But, uh, um. to be honest, I I don't really have a problem with it, but you can't be China should should have progressed from that. That's that's the thing. They should have. I think it's more of the human rights thing because one thing you don't hear about a lot in China are the, are the the camps and stuff like that. Well, that's one of the that's a conspiracy. Should I even say it? Jesus! I, even, I was chatting to Rafa, Shan. How... Don't you dare sink my political career before it started, Shan. It's not. It's, well, dare. we don't have it. Um, <laughs> uh, Rafa was telling me about um, uh, the uh, so earlier in the year. They found out about uh, these uh, Islam, not Islam, Muslim torture camps. Mm. I just know it's Islam, not Muslim. It is Islam. You've you got to be careful what you say. It's nothing. There's nothing wrong with Muslims. It's some, yeah. But anyway, they found these um, Islamic uh, torture camps, and then hang on, are these torture camps to torture <laughs> Muslims or run by? Islamic fundamentalists. I haven't actually done any research on it, but Raf told me about it, and I trust Raf. He's quite a smart that's, guy. That's Rathishan, Rathu Sefapathy. I don't know has a problem with Biggest it. Biggest name in school. <laughs> that was so good. His idea was that. That was mine. So we so, ran that and the Leaves Assembly. It was just for a bit of fun. Oh, it's good fun. Um, so good. So um, pretty much, uh, the, these were these camps were found, and then all of a sudden. Coronavirus becomes a huge thing, like last year as well. And he was talking, uh, Rafa mm. about how, like, um, David Icke thing there, there's many cases where something bad's happened, and then another bigger story comes up and it covers it up. Kind of like, oh, Prince Andrew. Covered up. I was talking about Prince Andrew it, at the moment. And all that. I, I don't think we're suggesting the royal family are spreading COVID 19, are I'm we? Not, I'm not suggesting anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let. The. It is a strategy called dead cat strategy, mm-hmm. um, which is you find um, the worst news story you can find or one of them, whichever, just slap it on the table and suddenly no one talks about it. And yeah, there have definitely been human rights violations in 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 China. Um, I don't know if necessarily these two are related this time, but certainly the, the hype and the heightened publicity around COVID-19 happening at that time that would be something very interesting to look into and find out if there if there is any merit in possibly a uh, china just sort of finding out people are finding out about these these camps and then switching what about china, I mean, that, what about china's what about, claim of um you know the, the covid-19 situation's dying down do you think that's just an encouragement to increase trade or do you th- where do you think that comes into um at the moment i think they're probably telling the truth from because there are a lot of a lot of reporters who have no reason to follow Chinese propaganda, who are also reporting on this. Uh, China does seem to be returning to some semblance of of normality mm-hmm. uh, in terms of relaxing of some of the quarantine and isolation measures. Uh, things are looking like it's about to maybe start kicking back into gear. But then also there are reports coming out of China that they are preparing for a second wave. I heard that. As it's a virus, they're just waiting for the mutation. Mm, if it does hard. mutate, obviously China will probably be best placed to deal with it because they'll have had all these measures in place already. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a fine line to tread because once everyone thinks one thing's dying down, you take your foot off the gas. And if you take your foot off start the gas, down the hill. Uh, so worrying yeah. something, else, yeah, something else will catch up. You might start rolling back down the hill. And so it'd be much better, in my opinion, for China to keep going on sort of this full-on lockdown footing as long as they can until they are certain there's no wave two ready to come about. Because if it, if it hits them again, mm-hmm. well, then the world economy 
probably it's going to have some very serious ramifications if China has a double hit. Because yeah. one hit's bad enough. They produce a hell yeah. of a lot. And they produce a fairly good quality. And a lot of other nations Big rely boys. on that. If they Also, if they have a second hit, what's the stop they have doing? a second wave? Doing it. What? Someone's doing that's not stuff. me. Who's got the bowl and the knife and fork? Oh, and shit, plate? that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing it idly. I didn't even know I was doing it. I'm so sorry. Really loud. Is it that? <laughs> it's everything. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm just sitting there idly. I don't know what to do with myself. Yourself. I was thinking, there's me trying to make some point about the second wave of a mutating virus, and it's got these pots and pans and shit in the background. It's literally. What are you actually doing? Some weird, like. It looks like a. I don't know, actually. It's like a. It looks like a kind of stickler, but it's not. Sorry, carry on, Reese. I. I I genuinely, um, I'm um, doing that. Where was I'm I? Doing that. Just, yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, and also if well, I've got back to where I was. If China does go for a second hit, what's to stop it coming round again? The rest yeah. of the way, we saw how it spread the first time round. Maybe it'd be a slightly constricted spread, but if China takes a second hit, what is to stop it going out again? Because you can't well, stop it... seven billion people moving around the planet. Someone's going to move. It's definitely already being restricted more than it was when the virus first broke out. So there's still at least a little bit of precaution there. Quite yeah, I think it's good. It's good that we've seen the actions taken by mo- most governments, to be fair, have acted relatively proactively in terms of trying to counter the virus because they know that they have to go all out. Otherwise, they risk um, they risk serious repercussions. And I think that's fair enough. They've taken the, the first step and they're moving generally in the right right direction, which we just have to see how it all plays out because we had some news today from the uk government that they think the virus is actually accelerating beyond their predictions which is a tad uh, worrying but i guess there's still there's still room in in the systems for everyone to add some additional lockdown procedures or other things into it so as we'll well see. as this um i heard uh, the death rates in the uk have, uh, are going ahead um, further than italy the higher we are not higher than Italy, no. We're a significant way off Italy right yeah. now. In terms of death rate. Oh, in terms of death rate or actual numbers? In terms of death yes, rate. Yes, there's probably loads and loads of people that've had it, but not, not, uh, not, I, not, not I, saying I, about it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying the impacts of it. I'm just saying simply that, that, that's a statistic. If I've had it, if I, no. my father and my mother have all had it, if we've all had it, A, it wasn't that... It's, Children us I didn't even notice it was there. Well, hang on, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna add one thing before we go on about how uh, there are very harrowing pictures in Italy of people about our age, maybe a bit older, hooked up on ventilators. So oh yeah, no, it's not, not mute. You're not it's immune. Not, hmm. that There's definitely um, no no one should be saying it's not that bad for us. Maybe for you, if you have had it and it was fine, brilliant. Okay. That's absolutely yeah, amazing if it has yeah. happened. But we can't generalize and just say that young people won't have it. That that bad it sorry does, go no, on but it does i totally agree actually there because it's it, there is always a chance of anyone getting it i could have had it bad but it's does seem that children are very very less susceptible to get it bad at all like yeah you would be accurate in that i think the the rate uh fatality rate for people who get it in our age category with no underlying health conditions is about 0.9 yeah. but still if again, it's like a, something I saw going around Instagram. If I gave you a bag of a hundred skittles and told you one of them would kill you, you still wouldn't. Get me a fiver. I didn't. <laughs> well, you would do anything for it's... a fiver. That's your, that's your yearbook winning category, mate. I mean, if I was, I mean, it, it, yeah, I know it's not. You're, you'd be more likely to eat that bag of skittles than a bag that was fifty to a hundred. So it's not. It's not really a definitely. It's not really a fair judgment. Definitely, you can't really. But apply it is it still. This. It is still a, there is a chance of this happening. So you would do all you could to minimise your chance of putting yourself in danger. Do you think a part, do you think a part of that um, is down to the hygiene and the health and safety of the countries in the first place? So, for example, people where you do have teenagers who are suffering more from the virus, do you think that's more down to the country? Or do you think that's more down to the luck of the teenager having a bigger impact of it? It's hard to say based on countrywide standards, because, of course, as even in the UK, we would consider ourselves to be a fairly well sanitised country, and yet there are still people who wash their hands hideously infrequently, um, and then the transmission rates could could increase. And again, Italy, you wouldn't necessarily consider themselves an unsanitised or an unsanitary country, and yet there are still very high death rates. So I think 
a lot of it could just be down to, to luck, whether the government you have catches it in time, because Italy, they were slightly sluggish in their early yeah. response. Yeah. And by the time they ramped it up, it was already really taking hold. Mm. I think that's probably the main reason, because it was already taking the northern regions by surprise before they had a chance to really mobilise properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would be the main reason why we're seeing such high death rates in, in Italy. And of course, the fact that it was roughly around holiday time, skiing, loads of tourists flooding into Italy, oh, yeah. much harder oh, to control, especially if you're not testing, if you're not testing in airports. It's really hard to, yeah. to be we, that effective barrier. Probably about last week, there were reports that people could still uh, jump a plane and then... Mm. And then passport and the thing, and then walking, just done. No checks, no nothing. It was quite, yeah. I mean, quite horrific. Italy, Italy got hit hard again. They're in the Schengen zone of the European Union. Free movement, no border checks on mainland Europe for a large part of it, Mm -hmm. and that wouldn't necessarily have helped. And now you're seeing countries, France, Germany, Belgium, I think Italy as well, closing their borders. America's closed both land borders. Um, it's, it's, it, this could uh, weaken European integration. Well, it's, it's, it's completely, people will be using this, and you've seen it. You've seen people, because question, question time, mm-hmm. what was last week's question time? It was, well, dare I say, it's yeah. quite boring, if I'm honest. Because, well, just, uh, just the five yeah, of them in the room. It's quite boring, if I'm honest, because they all agree on it. It's like, it's like an NHS one. Mm-hmm. They, all, they all agree on the same they all agree that the NHS needs to be funded. They all say the same thing, then they they twist it slightly. So they said, "Oh, if we in the EU, we have would be better. We'd be better united if we could uh, fight with it together." Blah, blah, blah. And actually, our economy, yeah. the economy, our economy will be probably be a little bit stronger after as well, rather than fending for ourselves. But I mean, at the moment, it's like looking for loose change after someone throws 50 grand out the window. There's small differences if there's going to be any right now, because everyone's coming together as it is, as a massive global effort. If you look at the other way, though, this is a huge thing as well to make believers say, I told you, because a lot of people are using it. It's the freedom of movement thing that has probably killed Italy. That That has completely killed Italy. It encourages free movement, and then everyone's going to get that. The the only caveat I would put on that is before Italy were acting in proactively closing borders and enforcing lockdowns, they would probably still have admitted the large majority of those tourists because a lot of their industry, again, based based around the tourist industry, a lot of their economy based on uh, people coming in, seeing their famous historical sites. So I think it's a tad... Of an overreaction, say that freedom of movement in itself. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, saying, I'm not saying anything. Definitely. I'm just saying it's kind of like the fact that because people are doing, people are using this to further their political agenda. A lot of people. Yeah, I don't know that either. All, You're they're quite. They're all furthering okay. their political agenda. And, you know, if if I wanted to, I would sit here and say, "Oh, see, immigrants uh, coming in, doing." You're using it to further your agenda. It's just oh. people do that. <laughs> People, I am. Um, yeah, to, people. People will do that. It's a shame. To change the subject slightly, yeah, okay. I read a, I mm-hmm. read a thing on the internet the other day that said um, the coronavirus has done more for the environment than Greta Thunberg. Uh, Reese, do, do you think? Uh, do you think we're going to get any benefits from this? Well, weirdly, I've actually just done a uh, podcast water, online about optimism. Yeah. yeah. I've gone through a couple of these things. You've been looking. Uh, there's a BBC did a really good article. Five things that made us optimistic mm-hmm. um, about the future, about this from this coronavirus. Uh, one of them was the pollution from China. So before you can see the sky this, now. there was the sky now. yeah. Before this, up, there was um, uh, a map. <laughs> before this, there was um, a map that was showing the nitrogen dioxide levels in in China from their their factories and their pollutants, and it was pretty much orange and red all across China, uh, that being quite high levels of concentration. Now it's sort of blue with only a few yellow patches. So it's just dropped off a cliff, that level of, of pollution. And then, like you said, um, the canals in Venice, you can actually see the fish in the canals in Venice for the first time in years because there's no there's no river traffic. There are no gondolas going up and down yeah. ferrying tourists. There are no messy tourists dropping yeah. litter in there, throwing... Yeah stuff in there which they shouldn't be doing anyway but of course we admit they do because that's, a, that's another thing we can see now 
especially what they're doing underground, they're taking precautions that a lot of people are asking, well, why weren't we doing this? Well, before? the thing is, the other thing I was quite annoyed on the Greta Thunberg thing is why I don't get why she doesn't go over to China and to China and India and stuff like that. She seems to just preach in the UK and Europe, which stupid. I think that particular reaction, yeah, you could say it's preaching to the converted. Mm-hmm. But there is something to be said for the force of international yeah. pressure. And USA, UK, EU, all big power players, if they can be convinced of the necessity of these climate actions that mm-hmm. obviously Greta Thunberg and the rest of the, the climate movement believe incredibly strongly in, then they could in turn apply some of that pressure on China. And in, even then, after she's won over uh, countries like the UK, US, uh, and bodies like the EU, she could then move on directly to appeal to to China. Yeah, uh, and of course yeah. there is also the the state barrier. It's much easier to protest effectively in countries that are better with but their freedoms. To look at the bigger picture, what's that actually achieved? It's, it's only contained. It's only been contained doing having a method like that. Nothing's actually been achieved through that method that she's used. However, well, I think. Yeah. We have to be, be careful when just dismissing Greta because like her or not, she's changed the agenda. She's changed the discussion. She's added new avenues through which people can be pursuing their particular climate uh, agendas or their environmental ideas. And she has done a phenomenal amount of good to her cause. In some people's eyes, she's damaged it as well because some people find her increasingly unlikable and she uh, seems to be negative in several different opinion polls but she's definitely shaken up the the political agenda and the political establishment a little bit given them a bit of a wake-up call so she's done she's done some of that even if it hasn't translated necessarily into these global targets as of yet and of course there would have been a massive climate summit this summer i don't know if that's going to go ahead now due to travel restrictions you've got the olympics as well that could be longer olympics yeah they are still actually planning on doing them right now i hope they do it'll be it'll be be if if we can sort this out the olympics will probably probably be the best thing to happen actually it'll be uh actually if it's okay i've actually collected a few uh pieces can i I quickly can i quickly Uh, go into (laughs) love some bad news first 24th, 24th of November oh. 2019. Data leaks reveal how China brainwashes. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to spell this. Okay, Reese, help me out. U I G H U R S. What is that? Uh, <laughs> U I G H U R S. Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, you, you, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You, uh, you, I don't know. Anyway, is... uh, uh, leaked documents detail for the first time China's... China... Oh my god, I can't read. I haven't read an age. <laughs> leaked documents detail for the first time China's systematic brainwash of hundreds and thousands of Muslims in a network of high security prison camps. 29th of November. Mm. You, you can't fault the yeah. timing. Um, yeah. Read this out. Uh, the memo that they found, the document, includes orders to never allow escapes, increase discipline and punishment of behavioural violations. Ooh. Oh, so they're... Oh, it's, it's fucked. It's like a big ghetto camps in China. It's like, This is BBC as yeah. well. This isn't this isn't like, an untrusted thing. And it's there. It's there in bold. Yeah. And then... But what's more, what's more worrying is that this outbreak became a big deal around about January. Yes, but yeah, this came out in November. No, no, no. This, 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 the camps, this, this is, is the camps. This is the camps. I'm talking the camps in uh, late November. The camps thing. Early December, that scientist found the coronavirus, flagged it to the, the flagged it to the uh, the, gov- the their government. Government went shh, be quiet. Then all of a sudden, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then late January, it's got fucked. I think usually the story has to have more recognition in order for there to be a need to cover it up. Well, because no, we, would, like, we would have heard about it. These are camps for Muslims, and they yes, convert them not, to be I'm China. Not denying that. God, I'm not. I'm not denying that, but I'm. I'm. I'm denying the link between this and the virus. Well, it's not a. Uh, yes, there is. It's lacking a link, but I'm saying I'm not, and I'm not even. I haven't said it is. I'm just saying you can't fault the timing. You know, the timing has completely turned yeah. it away. But that, but. 
that that was always been the case even when even years ago even when i went to china i was i was aware of these things you know it was very obvious it was a great great trip i loved it but you can tell they're sort of like narrowing the perspective quite a lot when you go there you can't you can't go and look in certain directions they only want to see what you want them to see china <laughs> what do you it's think Reese, on that country. you can click off I mean, and look it's, it up. It's, it's worrying it's worrying if the link could be found i think uh obviously until the link is found we have to be very careful yes. before we accuse yep. the state government of of burying news with you with kind this. of see a, you can kind of see a link though because it's the timing <laughs> and the way the government told the guy to be quiet the timing maybe they I, made the virus i will admit the timing the timing and also, I, mm, and also no we can't also, we can't go into that the chinese Maybe in lot, so much more uh, shit. Also, there's Sorry, another go thing. On. They were talking about how naturally, necess- not necessarily, the ne- it's naturally the virus couldn't actually exist. Like it couldn't actually m- mutate that way. So it might be made in a lab that, that people have been hinting. It's, these are all just hints. These are all just been little things hinted. I think we've got to be very, very careful before we start hinting that national governments have been sponsoring a virus that's killing thousands Ooh. of people. That's a big claim to make. Yeah. Uh, Adam, Adam, clip that. Clip that. We got him. <laughs> take that. We'll take. We'll take that out got of context, you. please. <laughs> that's the. That's, the that that's a big, big claim to make. Big well, claim to make. Expect a lawsuit, system. mate. Expect a lawsuit. <laughs> um, I think gentlemen, not. Gentlemen. In uh, to lighten the topic, yeah. I have collected a few good news stories in the past few weeks that have gone unnoticed. Yeah. Um, Ugh, I don't want it. I just want bad news, mate. It's more entertaining. Ben, good, good, good news. Uh, good news you. is far good news more for you, Ben. The second person in the world was just cured of HIV, so there's hope for you yet. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, that's good. Good. That's good news for my man Chris Groves. <laughs> there's going to be a, a new Doctor Seuss book this fall. Um, so, you know, twenty-one oh. years after death. Um, wow! Looking at um, ghosts. That, that, that's, that's pretty beautiful. Um, that's beautiful. Disneyland is donating all acceptable food to food banks in Orange County during their closure. Orange nice. County. That's very good. So cute. No, that's so good cute. as well. I know there's been a lot of stories about that as well. Uh, Dorking Wanderers. Sorry, slightly off topic. But Dorking Wanderers, who run the the Meadowbank facility, they are still receiving some of the, the match day foods because they had a long-term contract mm-hmm. with the food supplier. So they've agreed to keep uh, keep collecting that food and then they're donating it off to uh, homeless shelters, food banks, whoever uh, they deem they deem needy enough to get it. So just the little things that the community, uh, big institutions in the community can be doing. It shows that people people do come together in times of hardship. People do share the burden. They people, also, people, people also, though, will... They, get four big packets of toilet paper when the disease doesn't affect the amount of times you take a shit. Yeah, I've got a bone to pick with stockpilers. I've got a major, major bone to pick with stockpilers. I've seen the videos. It's absolutely horrific. Yeah, it's just uh, a lack of control in public order. You go go for a shit about twice a day. You go for a shit about twice a day. You do not need that much bread. That bread, right for your ass Okay. Toilet roll. I'm not. I'm not. What are you doing I, in that I house? With mm. in no way. In in, in Ooh, no way. Chocolate nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Go on. No, I'm just trying to process what was just said there. Um, no. So, <laughs> in, in in no way am I supporting stockpiling at all. But you got You got to be open to the fact that there's a big fear of a lockdown happening where we will lose access to this for a certain amount of time. I think that's what. It's, yeah, it's you're, you're right. There, people are, are fearful of a so lockdown. You, you, I'm not saying you could excuse that sort of behaviour, but you can sort of, if you gain perspective, you can. It sort of makes more sense why you'd want toilet paper. It's not well, the, the cure to virus, but you've got to, It's about you... you know, it's, you know, getting all the resources for the future because you don't know what's going to happen. I tell you what, though, toilet toilet paper stockpiling, I can I can just about live with if they're scared of the yeah. of a lockdown. That's that it's fine to be scared of lockdown. Mm-hmm. People can be worried and they can buy up for it. I'm fine with that. But there are scenes in, in supermarkets where you've got people just clearing the aisles of the fresh fruit, clearing the tin oh, yeah. aisle, clearing the pasta aisle, clearing oh, yeah. all the aisles in the first, 
don't know, hour, hour and a half of trading. It leaves nothing for people who might be unable to mm. get in at that time if they're mm. if they're in isolation. Before these elderly hours were starting to be a much more common yeah. thing at the start yeah. of shopping, you'd have yeah. older people who really desperately need these. They need these things uh, far more than, than some of us people who could get by yeah. slightly you do, less. You do have... Uh, they you need to get their, their stuff. Particular hours. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely yeah, well in support done. of them. They yeah. are brilliant initiatives. I think most supermarkets now operating some form of either elderly hour, vulnerable hour, something at the start. And of course, um, NHS shift workers. They yeah. work horrible hours. They work horrible hours and they are not always able to be there when the shop's open at 7.30 or when the shop's open at 8 or whenever the shop mm-hmm. actually opens. And if they come in after they've done a long shift, because they work some incredibly long shifts as well. If they get off the back of a shift and they can't get the stuff mm-hmm. they need, then we've got to start thinking, well, where the hell does it go? Because if they can't bed properly and they're the ones on the front line treating us when yeah. we go ill... We're in a we're in a bit of a state yeah, here, chaps. Also, it's that this is. Is something just uncharacteristically un-British about panic buying and like and fighting over Twitter and stuff. Un-British. Yeah, I know. Like no, uncharacteristically, it's not. Yeah, it's just so you you see videos of someone doing that, of people doing that, and you'll go, oh, "That's probably someone like in America or something." Like mm. stupid people. You always think you always think of things like that, and all of a sudden it's round here. And yeah, you just got people in our great country just squabbling over things like that. And sometimes, in some cases, it might be needed. You know, you don't, you can't judge someone's position. But, but yeah, you know, it just, it just only hit it home when it's, it's actually happening over here. You know, mm-hmm. think back to um, Battle of Britain. Two. Yeah, World yeah. War Two, Battle World of Britain. Everyone was, you know, not obviously not taking the piss, but they were, you know. Stiff up a lip. Let's let's go. You know, get get some bread and share the load. We're all going to do it together, and we've got a lot of that. It's just you've just got people ruining it. If if I'm honest, You're ruining it. Yeah, ruining I mean it. the important point. We are all in the same situation. Are we? Where are we? Everyone in this, in this country is in the same situation because we're all going to be going through we, the same government we... procedures. There are some people who are more vulnerable mm-hmm. who deserve more protection than they're currently being given that. But everyone else who is in a sort of quote unquote normal sort of average health, you average your whistle, whistle for. F- <sighs> what are you having? Carry on. What are you going for? Uh, Strongbow. Oh Jesus! Right. Oh hello. Good choice. Everyone, everyone who's in sort of an average position, these these shop shortages are not caused by a lack of mm-hmm. supply. They're just caused by a logistical problem of not being able to restock the shelves because everyone gets there in such a short yeah. burst of time. If people spread yeah. their purchases out, the supply is there. The shelves will be full again tomorrow morning. They'll be full again the next morning. They'll be full again the morning after that. We are not in a state where there is anywhere near anything like rationing. So we exactly. are fine. The government, exactly. estimates, the government estimates there are about an extra one billion pounds worth of food being uneaten in people's homes right now than there was three weeks ago. I can can buy that, yeah. You can't buy that's a billion pounds. That's so... (laughs) (laughs) No, people people cannot eat that much in three weeks and the supply is still here. So people need... You challenge me, man. You underestimate my power. I'll tell you what, (laughs) if you can... (laughs) But no, people do not... This is just... um, evidence that people do not need to be panic buying because if one billion extra pounds worth of stuff mm-hmm. can be cleared off the shelves and the shops shelves are still full tomorrow morning we're gonna be all right in terms of food supply and but, okay supplies. so let's say hypothetically like a case of a lockdown do you think that's going to change in the case of a lockdown i think we'd still be supplied i reckon most people will have right now enough food to last 14 days yeah, it would get a bit rough towards the end, maybe like just a few days where you'd have beans on toast for dinner. But mm-hmm. I reckon most no people, at least seven days. I think I would say pretty much all houses will have food for seven days. And that was maybe from last week as well, unless mm-hmm. you really are cleared out. It, people. Yeah. Also, let's, let's just add one thing to that. If we're talking about a lockdown, are we talking about sort of a French Belgian style lockdown? Know. So, what, is the, what does that but, entail? What does that entail? 
in those scenarios, the key workers, so the people who are food delivering, people who are on the front line of the, the medical fight, they are still allowed out and people are still just about allowed out for, for exercise, okay. things like that, walks. So we're, we're not too far away from those sorts of, of levels and yet we're, we're still going to be fine. The supply lines, the government would not want to interrupt supply lines because they know that if they get a population that can't be fed, then there'll be panic yeah. and there'll be riots. Do you think that might be things like that? So they will... like do, you think, do you think there'll be more stricter... Uh, because we've seen videos in Paris where there have been a few occasional breakouts into riots. So do you think there might be a problem with public order? I think there's the potential, but as long as everyone does their part and, and pulls their weight and just gets on with obeying what the government tells them to do, because this is a, a national emergency. It requires national action. The government's best place to give yeah. those those uh, guidelines. As long a, as everyone follows that, we should be fine. Because we, we go back to quite nice homes, but not everyone does. A lot of people, a lot of people yes. this, is, this yeah. is a very bad case scenario for them. But they'd probably much rather oh, be yeah. out in the streets yeah. than being home. I mean, yeah, I think where those things are in place, I know um, for one example of people going back to, to bad homes, homes of, of domestic mm. abusers potentially, yeah. um, there are a lot of campaigns out there being now don't let people get locked at home with uh with domestic abusers and i know that there have been press releases from various different police uh organizations saying that they will be on it um obviously in a lockdown hotels would be closing so there would be rooms there so the government could be homing people there if they need to uh same for for the homeless i know that there is space within our system within the the holiday retail uh ledger sectors there are are spaces within us to to cope with uh, moving some people around when it's necessary. Of course, the government would rather everyone went back to a, a home and they had nothing to do with uh, trying to move people around because that takes more effort. But where they have to step in, I feel certain that they would choose any amount of intervention over a, a break in public order, um, possibly sending yeah. someone to be in a, yeah. a place where they don't feel safe. It's kind of does, it reminds me of um, that... Uh... Uh, Torchwood series, Children uh, of the World. If you've got free time, watch it. Every opportunity. How long was it going to be before oh, you got Torchwood? So good, it's so good. Children of the World, watch I'm, it, guys. I'm not gonna, so good. I'm not going to watch Children of the World until you don't mention it for a month. Well, I'm sorry, mate. It's that oh, good. It's oh, it's got the best bit of acting. Ah, uh, you're going to have some free time. It, you've got to got, fit it in somewhere. Some, some of the best acting in. in any. I think if by we, if Peter we... Capaldi when he he's playing he, he's playing a government he's plays a government official in it he's really good. I think I think if we're gonna if we're gonna he's be good. He's a good actor. Most likely turn out into a, a turn left scenario. You know, turn turn left. Could... Ooh. <laughs> it's happened again. That's what they called it last time. The camps. If I'm I tell you what, if I'm stuck in that house with that jolly guy who sings all the time, I'm laughing. I'm not gonna love it. I've got um. That's what's his name. Uh, people. There are people. The in boy. The house. Uh, also got the same guy from um who kills himself. He uh he, he plays uh the guy in Miranda, also Lucifer. Uh, What's I Lucifer? Don't, I don't watch Miranda. Tom, Tom Ellis. Ellis. I don't watch Miranda. Tom Ellis. Yeah, I agree. I re no, I recently watched an episode of Miranda. Oh, oh, yeah. This is shit. <laughs> it actually isn't that good. <laughs> no, oh, mate, oh, rewatch it. Rewatch it. The amount of time she falls over. I'm just there like oh, Yeah. I'm fascinated. I can't get a boyfriend. I'm very, I'm, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very Can't happy it progressed to Fleabag. I'm very, I'm very, that sort of humour went to Fleabag. Now, Fleabag's so good. Watch Fleabag, Fleabag if you're a guy as well. That's another thing, that's another thing. Uh, on, a, on the Classic Club Instagram, we are going to be advertising movies, um, TV shows. Uh, yeah, do a special talk about it as well. We will do that as well. Um, stuff to do if you are getting A sort bored. of book club thing. A sort of book club thing, but to watch, because reading is for nerds. Even though I'm, I've been reading. Nah, I've been reading. I've been nah, reading. Reading is wonderful. <laughs> don't don't I've been stop reading. reading. Don't stop. Doesn't the doctor say something good about books at some point? Ah, <laughs> like... oh, get out of here. Books, they best weapons in the world. <laughs> Vashon Narada episodes, the two parts uh, yes. of Forest of Library. Why, why do you uh, okay, this is not a doctor. Silence in the library, Forest of Library. Every doctor, you always do an Eccleston's voice, like. Yeah. The that was that was not northern. The, the best books and in... books, best uh, weapons yeah. in the world, best weapons in the world. That's not. Telling. It's the way you said world. Yeah. World. Oh, uh, you are you getting on my actual normal accent now? People tell me are, I've got weird ways of pronouncing words. Are you from 
Now I've got no reason to have an accent. But people always get on to me about having weird ways of pronouncing <laughs> words. Probably because you talk. Don't know why. No, I can't talk. I can't talk at all. Full stop. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Um, oh, what do you guys think about uh, the celebrities singing uh, "Imagine"? Wait, what? Oh, it was, it was awful. Oh, Gal Gadot and oh. other A-list actors um, sent a video of them doing the again, uh, singing "Imagine" by uh, John Lennon. Oh, isn't that cute? I tried to count the number of I tried to count the number of keys and time signatures in that <laughs> song. Um, there's only meant to be one of each, but we'll go with it. Did you see that guy? Oh. Have you seen, you know, the SES Cringy. Who Dares Win? Who's the host of that? Yeah, did you oh, see Oh, yeah, yeah, Ant Middleton or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fine, the coronavirus, no problem. I'm going to hug all the people on me. I'm going to shake the hands of people on me. I'm going to kiss my wife. And he just comes home and he goes, I made a sincere lack of my judgment. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, I'm sorry. Yeah. He... <laughs> He um he shouldn't, he be shouldn't say that, say that but he, he you know he's a he's he's seen war he's seen war he he's been there at harsh times like that you can't fault him like if if a veteran I don't fault his enthusiasm I don't fault his his belief but again if it's going against oh, no, yeah, the public health advice the public health advice is there for, yeah, it's there for a reason it's there for a reason no I'll be fine. What? I'm sorry. Well, that is, no, that's genuine what I said. I said, uh, uh, well, I, I quote, I said, we should all go to the Winchester, have a pint and wait for it all to blow over. Spoons. Actually, spoons are shut. <laughs> no, you don't want to go to the Winchester. <laughs> Remember what happened last time? No, go to Winchester, mate. Yeah. Uh, oh, have you seen so Peg, and, Peg and Frost got back together so for that good. phone call? I'll just... I'm just kind of... Oh. I just think they should have went to the Winchester. <laughs> and then at the end, they went, don't actually go to the Winchester. <laughs> oh... Just,あ、そうで、バイバイ、ガイス。そうで、バイバイ、ガイス。そうで、バイバイ、ガイス。そうで、バイバイ、ガイス。そうで、バイバイ、ガイス。そうで、バイバイ、ガイス。そうで、
he mm. said something. <laughs> Jesus, and that's he's he's he said something, but I I do wonder if he's misplacing the optimism yeah. right now. I think it's fair enough to try and motivate people, but there are plenty of ways you can motivate people without Such putting a what? time limit on something. What, uh, you could announce greater economic intervention, which Sunak's done. Uh, you could announce various different social measures that could be enacted from government departments. You don't have to put a time limit on it because this, w- whether people realise it or not, I think a lot of people will now start counting down to 12 weeks. And once that 12th week runs out, a lot of people may think, well, I've done my bit now. Time okay. to go oh, back to normal. Not that's not good. That's not I, I can see myself losing interest after well next week. I'm literally, uh, genuinely, I'm I'm gonna go because uh, I'll be all good. My whole family will be yeah. completely gone with the virus, so I'll be able to go out. But which... I think you might realise as well when you walk out into the outside world because we've we've we're still walking about in the streets, and you'll find not actually much is going on anymore. A lot of shops, a lot of things are shut. No, nothing's um, going on. Well, they are forced to close now, aren't they? Mandatory closing of pubs, clubs, Past restaurants, weeks, bars, theatres, places, and you just realise. I was in Bookham yesterday, and there's nothing. Go- there's nothing going on. Mm. No one's out. So to be fair, though, it's just the. It, for me, it's the mindset. It's the fact that the last week, I've been fine. It's, yeah. I've literally been Same fine. Sam. And fine. yeah, I was talking to Sam the whole time. We were just we we're both fine, absolutely fine on Monday all the way through to Friday, mm-hmm. and it's the fact that we've been told you're. To be honest, if you give most Sundays, I'll probably do that anyway, actually, just sit around doing nothing. Not most Sundays, but on Sundays, people do that. You yeah. know, people move around and it's the fact that you're told to do that and then you're sitting there and you're actually thinking, oh, I don't mm. actually want to be doing this. That, that's why I'm talking about me, you know. Everything tell feels me, yeah, different, Tell me if you t- told me last week, um, oh, Ben, feel free to have a week off. And if it wasn't rag week as well, oh. I'd go, yeah, sure, I'll have a week off. I'll do my work as well. I'll do my work and it'll be all good. It'll be all good. I'll take that. But it's the fact that I'm being told I have to isolate and everyone else, is, everyone else isn't. It was, that was just that was, terrific. That was two hits in the heart for you, wasn't it? Because it was, not only was it rag week, but it was also the last week of school as well. Oh, that's, and, and that's the week of oh, Cross, well, yeah, probably what would have been one of my favourite weeks of the, of, of the year, I'd say. It was, it was mine, I have to say. It wasn't. It was, oh, it was not. No, no, no. You might as well. You might as well know. It was a very. Well, you week. know. It was a very nice week. No, it was a good week. It was a good week. It was a very, well, I, very weird week. I think there I were a lot of Greece walking around as Darth Vader yeah. with Muzzy behind with a speaker playing some <laughs> yeah. Darth Vader music. Oh, that, the that was absolutely. To be fair, bad. you guys should be happy that I did because you would have seen a lot of uh, male camel toe. Yeah, because the costumes I had were oh, whistle. I did. I did not what need that mean? today. I was so blue day. I was going to come in as someone from Avatar, and then I would have sorted one out for a movie one yeah. after. But I was. I missed Monday, so the new plan was obviously Tuesday. I was going to come in a leotard and be a aerobics uh, person, yeah. kind of like one one eight, but actual like eighties aerobics style mm-hmm. with JC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been walking around with a bit of music and that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little uh... And then movie day, I'll, and then movie day, I was going to go as Avatar instead. Like, switch it up. And sports, I would have done something random. Yeah. And pajamas, I would have wore my dressing gown and pants. <laughs> and my slippers. You're a brave man. Yeah, it would have been good. It would have been fucking brilliant, you know? And I would have been having loads of drinks with my man Reese and chilling in a blue suit <laughs> shirt leaving oh. not much to imagination if I'm honest <laughs> yeah, a lot of drinks were needed need drink anyway it, it looked good and Reese, you, you, you controlled it perfectly uh, Reese, as, as head boy as head boy <laughs> I was good fun. still be a, a prom I'd like to hope so. We're working on the assumption right now that we are going to push it back as far as we possibly can to yeah. make sure we get something. Um, if I had to guess, I'd say right now it will probably oh, happen. That's going put, in. Put a time on it. Got a day to put a number on it. No, I'm not. I'm not putting well, a time on it. I think if if it's going to happen, what? we're looking late July. Late He's July. Put time on it. That would be. That would be. At most, that would be very, very optimistic, though. And that's me really blue sky thinking this. But they might put it on the same time as Ness, which would be bad. Because I want to go see Ness. Public Enemy. Public Enemy. Yeah, Festivals are still on. 
we've just got to be careful because we don't want to come back too soon. And maybe July is slightly too Unlucky soon. Unlucky you said it. Uh, Stand by, head boy. But that would be, yeah, you know, as I would love to see it late July because we could keep it roughly within what we were hoping for an academic mm-hmm. year anyway. Um, if I had to guess, I'd say it's probably on as of now, as long as everything goes fine. And yearbooks, with yearbooks on the way as well. Obviously, if, if things... Yearbook will still be coming out. Hoodies are still ordered. Hoodies are coming. If you have, though, if anyone has, they're still on their way. Uh, they will be distributed. They're actually going to be delivered to the school. So we're, they've got a skeleton staff now. So I don't know how we're going to uh, go about distributing, but we're going to try and get them. I'm also... Um, I'm hoping as well. We um, people, we could actually people will I'd give it maybe a month, and maybe they'll say if you're if you've both had the disease, maybe you can. I'm hoping they'll start saying you can do small gatherings mm-hmm. soon, like under ten yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. I am not convinced. We have well, to wait I'm afraid. Get worse first. Uh, uh, I'm just because uh, I, I really want to do that part two to the Doctor Who one. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. Four people's definitely. Come to the kit. We've got to do it. Come to the cabin. We could all, and but also, I reckon loads. We could do drunken across the uh, across the uh, the internet uh, podcast. Mm. Uh, No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, we can. Well, Adam, because you're a square, aren't you? What? (laughs) Me and Reese will do it. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Reese can start a new podcast. Adam, is is your is your dad one of the people going into school as part of skeleton staff? Do you know? He's just yeah. sixth form teaching, isn't he? Yeah. There's no one in for them, is it? I think the year the year twelves have had it worse, I think, if I'm honest. Oh, definitely. They have to take their exams like, next year. And they don't have mocks. How? They have to take their That's mocks. That's impossible. Uh, mocks is really good for your revision and they're not gonna have to oh, do mocks. Thinking back from last year, no, thinking back from last year, this period here from now to summer, most learning was done. Yeah. I don't know, even from just in that summer bit. It, I we did so much work. We did most of the year two stuff in that thing for in physics. Reece, how do you feel? Yeah. No more, no more Marion magic. Oh, it's a shame. I'm going to miss the Marion. Is the the shiny ball bounce is going to be gonna uh, that? no more? <laughs> <laughs> no, get different. I want to find every single word that Reese says and just put together a sentence. Just like <laughs> soundboard, soundboard it. Have a soundboard. Just put. So... <laughs> oh my Christ! <laughs> yeah, go on, carry on. You got a clip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, carry on, carry on. Uh, but no, it's 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 weird thinking that school's over now and we're not going to go back. It sort of feels yeah, a bit fair, flat. Within a week, you start your Monday thinking, you know, oh, it's just another day at school. I have no exams in uh, May, whatever. Think about how I feel. My last day of school was... You didn't oh, even know. What was my last day of school? Last day, yeah. Oh, it was... Oh, we went to play kicking game afterwards. That was nice, actually. We went to play a bit of touch rugby on the... On the oh, that was nice, yeah. actually. No, uh, I appreciate that. was my last day. That was a nice last day. In a way... I'd come, Mr. Cameron was my last teacher on my last day. I'll take that, actually. That was nice. In a way, though, it's nice, though, because your last day of school wasn't actually a day at school. Me, I just... I came in with a few... Uh, with a few coronas down me. Not the virus, the drink. And... Um... Did you not bring any road sodas? With you? Oh, no, no. I had, I had road sodas. I hid them behind me. How many people were drinking in the, in the actual... Uh, come on, I, I don't. I've got a very good anecdote to talk about that, but I don't think it's very fair to talk about it because I know he'll be listening. Oh, is it? Is it that? Eddie, oh, that's, oh, that's all I want to say. I Eddie, you apparently you got absolutely fucked. Let's not go into any good more lad. than that. But good lad, what? he was very. He was very. Uh, he was a stallion. I'd like to say he that's was. the word. That was stoic. Uh, I think just sitting I there. To, I <laughs> Dennis, it was. It was the perfect way to finish the Larvin franchise. It was a beautiful finale for me. I loved it. It was a send-off we deserved. Oh, I reckon they... I really hope they do a new, an, a, just a leavers day so we can all come in, maybe close down on school and just us go in and we just chill for a bit. But... I think we'll have to, we'll have to wait obviously, until the relaxation of any government regulations. I think uh, on that point, they're probably going to get harsher before they mm-hmm. get better. Uh, so once we get over this curve, which everyone's expecting to come... Uh, hopefully we actually do get over it and it doesn't just keep rising and rising but uh, I'm mm-hmm. optimistic so I'd say we're going to get over it um, few several months down the line maybe we'll be of, of returning to normal good I'm, I'm glad Any, 
Anyone got anything else to say? I'm fairly satisfied. I think it's going to be one of those things that we can keep on coming back to and updating. Well, we can... Yeah. We can maybe do one next week. Definitely. Yeah, of course. Or if it, if it hot We've top. got plenty more episodes. Reese, you'll be way. up for that. Do you want... Point. I'll definitely get you guys back on. We can talk about Lovely. ideologies or something like okay, that. Maybe. Nice. So I, All right. So I close up. Get nice. Yeah. Close up. Close Ladies up. and gentlemen. Go for it, my man. We All yours. We, stay, we hope you stay horny. We hope you stay humble. You've been listening to the Classy Club podcast. My name is Adam. My name is Benjamino. Reese. Reese. Your bit. Oh Christ! Reece. I was on it as well. Lol. I've been on it. Um, go check out Politics Unboxed <laughs> if you want to stay updated. Cheeky plug at the end. I've got to do it. It's uh, my one, but these guys have been absolutely Thank brilliant. Reese, we love you. We love you. Stay classy, guys. Have a good one.